Peace Bumps Mini Bump, in which we examine R.L. Stein, Mel Gibson's Apocalypto. Is that it? I think that's it. That's it. Uh, it's not Apocalyptico. No, it's Apocalypto. You know what? You know what, Danielle? Next time, elliptical. Uh, oh, I like that too. Yeah. I'll write that down in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, Danielle? I'm Danielle, and I have a PhD. I'm Jojo, and I have a PhD. I'm Jeff, and I have realized that after years of trying to learn cursive, that I've developed some kind of like hybrid writing style that is both cursive and print. Yeah. Uh, and I think that I'm not alone. We all do that, right? Like, yep. no one just writes straight cursive or straight print anymore. No, I kind of I, I I do whatever is easiest. Sometimes it's sometimes it's really easy, like. I want this M to be stuck to the Y when I say my. <laughs> yeah, I want that to look, uh, I want there to be that weird character, the A and the E like smooshed together. I want that. You don't, you don't think about it, but cursive exists solely because people are too lazy to pick the pen up off the page. Yeah. Yeah, it does. No, because back in the early days when they created cursive, gravity was stronger. So it was, it was harder to pull the paper, to pull the pen off of the paper. Who was, who was who was they? I'm assuming the Pope. The aliens, you idiots. Yeah, the aliens that made the pyramids and, and also the Pope. And, and, and the, the Pope. And the cro- also, all the crop circles are in cursive. That's, yes. why, I, that's why I can't read That's it. what I've been saying. No one would listen. Yeah, and because no one remembers their full cursive, everyone is just like... No one remembers, no one remembers like that last day of cursive class when they show you, like, and this is how you make concentric circles. Yeah. <laughs> I Actually, looking at my handwriting, I think I'm just straight print. I don't think I really... I think it depends on what I'm writing. If I'm writing sentences, I tend to do the hybrid. If I'm writing just like a word, then it's probably just print. Yeah, same. If I'm trying to write a love letter to Danielle, all cursive. That's right. Don't lift that pin, motherfucker. I kill you. Don't lift that. (laughs) My love for you is as heavy as this pen in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) And just as red. Let our bonds be as strong as this line that connects this A and this E. (laughs) (laughs) That's the magic of cursive. Did I ever tell you guys about the horrific teacher I had in third grade regarding my writing? No. No, but it's probably going to be very similar to mine. Ooh, two stories. So I, when I was in grade school, like second grade, third grade, we were learning cursive and whatever teacher I had at the time, I think it was third grade, um, she was very unhappy with how I held my pencil. Oh. And what she would do is she would keep me every day after class for an hour and use a pencil trainer, which is like a little rubbery thing that you slide over the pencil and it has like grooves in it that you're supposed to put your fingers in. And she would force me oh my for the entire school year to retrain the way that I held my pencil. That's some Harry Potter shit. It was some Harry Potter shit, man. But Jeff, when you had to fight Lord Voldemort, (laughs) I held my wand correctly. You pulled out, you pulled out your wand. You held it correctly. Yeah, you did. You had the right grip. Yeah. And that's what matters. I cursive, I cursive you. I cursive you. Yes. The Cruciatus cursive. So mine was, uh, I had really terrible handwriting and you still do, by the way. I still, well, well, yes, I still do. But here's here's the part that I love, and that I and this is where I can flex nuts. Um, 
I had really terrible handwriting and like we had like there's two things, right? So we had a cursive journal that we kept uh that we were supposed to like write in. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know what the logic is behind one I hate cursive day one. There's a there's a journal that we need to keep like we have to do all our cursive in one fucking place. Like who gives a shit? <laughs> no, this is where you no, cursive is sacred. It was blessed by the Pope. Yeah. It was sent by the aliens. My cursive journal is bound in human skin. And inked and blood. <laughs> and it's called the Necronomicon in cursive. Yeah, it's really fancy. You try to say Necronomicon not in cursive. Try to write Necronomicon in cursive. That's a long word to never lift your pencil from the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Test your skill. Test your might. But um, so so we had these cursive journals, right? Yes. And um, she would uh, she would always like anytime there was a parent teacher conference, she would be like, "He's terrible handwriting." And <laughs> I'm sitting there. It's like terrible handwriting needs to work on it. And then one time she was like, "I can't can't even tell can't even tell how much progress he's making because he lost his cursive journal." And I'm like, "Oh no, Joe!" Oh, you lost it. No, but this is what's fucked up, right? I wasn't responsible for the cursive journal. She was, mm. and then like oh, three no. months later. Like she gave me a replacement cursive journal, and then three months later, somehow I was like, "This seems different. This is my original cursive journal." Oh, she gaslit you originally. She did in front of your mom just to get me in trouble. And and what's great is now I'm a doctor. (laughs) That's right. So listen, hey, every listen, everybody. I don't know if they still teach penmanship. I'm assuming not, but if they do, tell your teachers. That you don't need this. Yeah. You absolutely do yes. not need to know how to write with your hands because yes. computers. Yeah. And I'm a doctor. And if I write anything to anyone, they will tell me to print it out. Yep. Because it will be illegible. Well, that was a good, that was a nice trip down memory lane. It was. Yeah. What the uh, fuck are we doing today? So this, so listen, here's the thing. We, we, we do goosebumps books on this show. That's the thing that we've been doing historically, um, forever. But, uh, the thing about RL Stein and I, it, and, and if you Google his name, if you type in is RL Stein, the, f- one of the first thing that pops up is dead. Like as a question, like is RL Stein dead? <laughs> Well, of course. Yeah. And the, and the answer is, of course, no. He, he, he cannot, cannot die, die <laughs> until he sells enough books to rip, to replace the hole in his heart that the devil took his soul exactly. from. Exactly. That's exactly it. He's still out there. He's he's still, like, putting in the fucking work. Mm-hmm. And, and this month, so this book that I'm holding in my hand is Monster Blood is Back. It is a Goosebumps Slappy World title. Which, this which is we've Goose- yet to crack into, really. Goosebumps Slappy World number 13. Now, here's the thing, here's the thing to know about Slappy World. Because this is, this is a... If you're a longtime Goosebumps fan, if you remember Goosebumps as a kid, you have no idea what this fucking guy's been up to in the meantime. So let me clue you in. He has not stopped making Goosebumps books for as long as you have lived as long as we have lived he has not stopped no and here's the thing about goosebumps slappy world it is just a goosebumps book but they ran out of titles it it no it has a prologue 
an intermezzo, and oh an epilogue wow. by the man himself, Dr. Slappy. Wait. So Slappy is a narrator of sorts? He's hitting the, No, he's just here hanging out with you. <laughs> he's just with you talking. So wait, is he is he next to me while I read Let the me, book? All right, all right. Everyone shut the fuck up because here's how this book starts. <laughs> I like also I spoilers. Wanna, spoil yeah, sp this book is new and actually I will say like I don't even want to talk about what the plot is. Okay, here's the, okay, wait. Here's the plot. It's monster blood plus chopped. That's the plot. That's as Whoa. much as I'm going to say. It's monster blood plus chopped. If you want to know anything else, go and buy it because it's it's it is as goosebumps as it could possibly be. If you want to skip spoilers, jump to timestamp 32 minutes and 45 seconds. We'll be picking up there without any spoilers in sight. So listen, so this is this is this is the start of this book, okay? And this is I had not read any Slappy Worlds before this one. I got it because it was a new Goosebumps book. And I actually think the Slappy World imprint would turn someone off. Yeah, well, I do you does it give you like an idea of what the Slappy World series what its thing is? Let me tell you. This is page one. It starts with Slappy here, everyone. <laughs> oh my God, no! What's up, gamers? Slappy What's here. What's up, gamers? It's just Slappy. Welcome to Slappy World. One word, and the W is also capitalized. I don't like that. Yes, Ooh. it is Slappy World. You're only screaming in it. Ha 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 ha. Oh, wow. that was that was the lamest threat. Fucking buckle in, motherfucker. <laughs> I know you're glad to see me. I'm always glad to see me. I'm so awesome. I want to turn my mouth around and kiss myself, but I don't want to get splitters. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that in the actual book? Is that a thing that you just read? Hey, I will tell you when I start making comments. Because <laughs> I can see that, that he's improved his jokes over time. Oh, you do not know what's next. <laughs> Am I good looking? You don't have to answer. I know you're too busy admiring me. What? I'm so handsome. When I look in the mirror, the mirror says thank you. <laughs> no wonder there's so much dirty fic about Slappy. I'm sorry. Is he is he hosting a fucking open mic and this is his like opening two minutes? <laughs> he's he's fucking he's fucking anti roasting himself. <laughs> Here's the thing. So it's it's like. He like R.L. Stein cracked the code to be able to exercise both of the demons in himself mm -hmm. of I need to tell bonkers jokes. Yeah, as we know from previous mini bumps that he jovial Bob Stein is a joke man. Jo jovial Bob prior to the accident loved yes. to tell jokes. <laughs> yes. And then he was trapped by the demons to make these wonderful horror books. He, he got into an accident at the crossroads and then had to make a deal with the devil. So the, the idea is sort of like Slappy is like a, in a meta narrative sense. He's, he's telling you the he is telling you this tale. Okay. This horror tale. Um, but can I just it, one meta thing? Mm -hmm. is that it's intriguing the way that our show sort of mimics R.L. Stein's sort of oeuvre, <laughs> where it's like... In, in the sense that we're talking about these scary things, but we ourselves are making very pathetic attempts at comedy. Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we hate Slappy so much because we look in the mirror. We, we see ourselves. 
I looked into those cold green eyes and I saw myself. Oh, I'm so ashamed. Yeah. So like that's that's all that like if if like the term slappy world, I think in and of itself is just sort of awkward. Like you think like that. Does that mean that slappy is like a principal character? And the answer is no. He's very much like. R.L. Stein's Crypt Keeper. He's like, I was going to say, the Crypt Keeper is what it's and kind yeah, of reminds me of. Yeah, I actually, you know what, as, as I think that really is what he's trying to do. He's trying to be the Crypt Keeper of R.L. Stein, which is, I think, good. I think that's a good little entry point. So this is, this is sort of like, we're not going to do like a big synopsis, but it's, there's these two kids, Sasha and Nicole. Um, they are amateur chefs. They're kid chefs. Okay, baby chefs. Baby chefs. You lost uh, me. Yeah, we can, we can do anything. Um, so they there's a show coming to their school called Kids Big Chef Food Fights. <laughs> Kids Big Chef Food Fights. I am now angry. We can't do this like a normal Geese Bumps episode because these two haven't read this. So let me let me point out a couple. Like here, Here's the plot. They, they go to, there's a tryout for the show. They do their tryout. They make a dish. It is, it's chopped. Um, it's like kids chopped mm -hmm. where they get a basket with stuff in it and they make a dish out of it. Make a hot pocket out of these. Right. And they, and they kind of make it out like these kids. They, they are interested in food as like they like to fuck around in the kitchen. It was, it was weird reading because it was like it seemed like R.L. Stein might have been a little bit out of his element, mm -hmm. um, but it was basically like, oh, these kids are going to make like an ice cream sundae. Let's make some popcorn and put that on there. So it's chopped. And there are these two kids in their class called Ashley and Nathan who, who love to cheat, who cheat at things. And they're very rich. They're 1% kids. So what happens is they, they, these two kids cheat. And it's weird that they do because R.L. Stein also makes it out that they're really good at cooking. Then why do they need to cheat? They just like the thrill of it? That's the part I didn't understand. Just for fun? But, but, there's, but trust me, Jeff, there's a twist that will explain everything. Oh. Okay. So they're going to this competition at their middle school. You will not guess the name of their middle school. Shady Side Middle School. It's not shady. I can't imagine. Is it, is it dumb or is it just weird? It's a celebrity. It's a celebrity. Oh, okay. Is it a modern celebrity? Yeah. Yeah. Is it a, a, an author? Is it Bill Nye University? No, younger. Younger. Oh, is Something it? that the kids might know. Justin Bieber Elementary. You're getting warm. Okay. <laughs> Selena Gomez Elementary. No, no, not Selena Gomez. Hannah Montana. No. That's, that's, well, let me work for us. That's cold. Okay, so Hannah Montana is cold. So Justin Bieber was hot. Is it a musician or is it an actor? It's an actor. I'll give, I'll give you each one more guess. Okay. Okay. Shit. Um, How about one more clue? Is it a male or female? Male. So a male actor is what the... And a modern, younger male actor. Yeah, who kids might know. Today's kids. Today's, Today's kids. Kids today would know this. Kids today. Kids today. So, so this... But this is the thing, right? Kids today would know him, which means that this book takes place in a in a postmodern era where this guy would become a name you would ascribe to a school. Okay, okay, okay. I don't don't tell me. I need to take a guess. Um, okay. Shit. A younger is child actor or a teen actor? They're an adult actor. 
Tom Holland Elementary. That is such a good fucking guess. And actually, if I was the editor for R.L. Stein, I would have given him that note. That's a real that that is a very solid guess. I will give you that. It's a and it's a name for a school. Like if if Tom Holland wasn't an actor, it's a great name for a school. It's just a good name for a school. Danielle, what's your last guess? Oh God, young male actor that the kids today know. It's not they Tom would, Holland. They would know from a movie they would watch. So it's like, but not like a child actor. But they're just it's not a child actor. actor. But this is a movie that kids would watch and they would like this actor. So in the future, they would name a school after him. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good fucking guess, too. But no, not Sonic the Hedgehog. I know you're doing a goof, but that's actually a really solid guess. That's actually not bad. That's not bad. All right. You got one, Danielle? What's the, what's the, just think about a movie that the kids watch these days. I don't know. Okay, think about a movie that you would never watch. It's not a kid's movie. Or not a kid's movie, but a movie that the kids would watch. Will Smith. Uh, it's, no, that's our era. That's our era. That's not modern era. That's our era. Shit. Uh, I'll, give, I'll give you one more again. Oh, I think I know. Say it. Oh, is it that other guy, Zach Efron? That would be great. No, not Zach Efron. Damn. I, th I think I know. What is, what is it, Jeff? I think I would say that it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson Elementary. Oh, God. I, that's a good one, too. No, it's Adam Driver. Adam what? Driver? Are you kidding Adam me? No, I'm not kidding. I'm 100%. Kids love Marriage Story? What the fuck? Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, these youngsters always talking about that big argument where he cries. Yeah. Um, they yeah. love watching girls. They, they love, love girls. watching girls. Girls is real popular. Yeah, they The kids go to Adam Driver Middle School. That's great. Oh, my it's God. I read that and I was like, I, I had the thought like either I'm old or R.L. Stein <laughs> isn't. I don't know which. I think that R.L. just searched for like. Male actor? Male actor, popular, and went with whatever the first one was, which Adam Driver would be right there. That's true, Danielle. But on the flip side, kids do love the Star Wars. Yeah, I think he probably just was like, what's my great-grandson watching this weekend? Star Wars. Hey, kid, what you watching? I love the Star Wars. I love that Kylo Ren. No, no, like seriously, like he might have asked, like, because he has a kid who's grown, probably has a kid of his own. Then yeah, yeah he probably yeah. asked like his his grandkid like what's a good movie actor that you like what's an actor that kids love who also has a weird sexual energy that adults like <laughs> <laughs> that i could turn into a school <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah no but they go to adam driver middle school they go to the cooking competition there's these two kids who who cook next to them they they sabotage the meal that they make their chopped meal and then our, our heroes, Sasha and Nicole, don't get to uh, compete, which sucks. Jerks. They, Sasha has a brother, and it's his birthday. And, well, this is important because he fucked with them when they were making ice cream. Oh. And he was like, what are you going to get me for my birthday? And she was like, fucking nothing. Yeah. I'm a kid, and so yeah. are you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so she decides I'm going to get him something. So she goes to a toy store. Okay. You see where this is going, right? Yes, I do. Was it? Is it an actual toy store, or is it depicted as like the creepy shop? Uh, it's probably like a KB toy. So, okay, let me let me start off. I, you know what? There's one thing I want to say about that happens before this, mm -hmm. before even the first cooking competition, that is important to know. Mm -hmm. But if I told you what it was, it would give away the ending. So we did spoilers, so I yeah. know, but I don't want, but you guys, I don't want to spoil it for you right now in this moment. Okay. Right. But later I want your will. reactions to be genuine. Okay. So, um, she goes to the fucking 
toy store. What is the name of the toy store, you ask? I do. Does, is it also have the name of a celebrity? No, it's not the name of a celebrity. It is, it is an adverb and an adjective toys. Oh, barely used. Barely used toys would be very good. No. Think it. What would it be in Slappy World? Remember, it's his world, and we only scream in it. Oh God! Um, really evil toys. That is actually it. What? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> it's next to Spencer's gifts, right? <laughs> To be fair, it's very evil toys, but really evil is so close. I have to give it to you. Same yeah. thing. I would have not even thought that. Because if I said no, you wouldn't guess evil again. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's very evil toys run wow. by, a ma- by a man named Bardo. <laughs> sure. So Bardo, um, he does the classic thing where like they, they find a can of, mo- they find literally a can of Monster Blood is back. It's not called Monster Blood. It's called Monster Blood is back. It's that right? nostalgia that they're trying to bring back today yeah. with all the toys. The ni- fucking 90s nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, boy. Bardo does my favorite thing, and you know what it is. He kind of refuses to sell them. Oh, the I can't Monster sell Blood. you this, even though it's on the fucking counter. <laughs> they do that thing where it cuts. The, the chapter ends where he goes, like, I can't sell you this. And then the next chapter it goes, uh, here you go. It's two for one. I have to sell you two. <laughs> Some shit like that. What? That's how you get him. He's a good fucking salesman. Damn. It, it kind of suffers this sort of middle of the book problem where they, like, Arlstein fucked up by getting them disqualified, <laughs> but didn't want to go back and fix it. So randomly, the, the producer saw them walking around Sasha Nicole and was like, hey, I know you got disqualified, but. We need two other people, so so the whole qualification thing was bullshit, anyways. It was it was just <laughs> bullshit to show you that Ashley and Nathan suck, and so they they're in the cooking competition, and I think I can see my plants moving. Ashley and Nathan sabotage them again, so they lose the first. It's chopped. They lose Jesus, the first round. They keep sabotaging left and right. But but they they make they pay they pay very careful attention to say that Ashley and Nathan know how to cook and are cheating because they're mean. Bro, my plants are moving. Okay. Which so I think just, is the goal. It's still stupid. They're just they're just sucky kids, even though they don't need to cheat. They they have all the privilege and they're assholes. Absolute assholes. You know what else? My plants are moving. Hello and welcome to Breaking Down Bad Books, a podcast analyzing trashy bestsellers from a literary perspective. Following my breakdown of Stephanie Meyer's Twilight, I'll be digging deep into the raunchy Twilight fanfic turned erotic romance, Fifty Shades of Grey. Although I'm not sure romance is the best word to use. Join me every Monday and Friday for chapter by chapter analysis of the book that Salman Rushdie said made Twilight look like war and peace. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or visit breakingdownbadbooks.com for all the listen links and contact information. I have a feeling that it's going to get awkward, but let's get through this together. Happy reading! Finally, like, Ashley and Nicole are like, fuck it, let's just fucking stoop to their level and fuck with them. I got it, I know what we'll do. Put Monster Blood in their cooking utensils. Put monster blood in there, oh, and fuck. and this is the thing, right? Like, cause cause we're up on our monster blood shit. We know what it is. Yeah, um, it's an ever growing amoeba of goo. But yes. but it but it was not at first. It was cursed by a witch. Yeah, there was just one. 
And now it's like a company that makes cursed monster blood. But anyway, so they sabotage Ashley and Nathan by putting monster blood inside of their dish. And the judges don't notice. Oh, God. Um, and so the next day... This could go dramatically wrong. Yeah. The next day... All right, let me let me trick let me let me see how much you guys know. Okay. What does monster blood do when you eat it? It makes you bigger. So that's what it did to the judges. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what? It, it keeps growing though, so it they would explode. Yeah, wait, I, I now because we got it in the book. Did the dog ever reach a peak height, or does it continue to grow forever? Apparently, there's a limit since these judges are alive. I think there's an upper limit, but I, I but I think that more shit happened. That doesn't matter though, because here's what because monster blood's <laughs> back and better than ever, <laughs> bigger, better, and uncut. What can so, you put monster blood? What were they baking that you could put monster blood in that they would still eat it without knowing that this was something that you should? It eat? was uh, no, they put it. It was a soup. By the way, there was a soup oh, in this. The hey, second soup. thing they made was a soup. They made soup. two different. They made at least three different kinds of soups. One of them was a chowder. Um, this is how fuck. This is what I'm saying. This book is so fucking goosebumps. Yes. I love everything about it. The the final day, the judges are giant. <laughs> they're still coming to do their job. So they just grew <laughs> upward. And they're like, we're going to sue you fuckers for making us giant. And then the, the producer's like, well, we got these big chairs. <laughs> are you Wait, so they're giant. They came back on day two. They didn't they're go to giants. the hospital. As no, the they're just like, well, I guess this is me now. And, the, and then the producer's like... Well, listen, we got these big chairs, <laughs> so you can sit in the big chairs. We'll finish the episode. I'll take you to the hospital. This is not, this is, I'm not exaggerating in the slightest. This is what happens in this book. This is incredible. How big are they? Do they get? They're tremendous. Second? And I think that that's something that I think is actually like, it, it's funny to me that like the, the powers of monster blood are kept consistent across all the monster bloods. You know what I, I, I mean? I do appreciate that. Everything gets big when they eat it. They get big. And and in a lot of like I I don't know how we originally rated Monster Blood as a as a goosebumps book. I think we rated it pretty well up until like again the up ending. The fucking end. The ending where it kind of went off the rails, which again like if you think about it like the stories where that doesn't happen, it's actually kind of weirder. Yeah, <laughs> where it's like I don't think he wrote this. The the Monster Blood that they used to do this they left in the studio and then it like attacks. It gets big. They're running, trying to get away from it. It eats Ashley and Nicole. It eats everybody. I, I, I really am curious about the, like the physics of being eaten by monster blood because oh, yeah. assumedly it's a viscous uh, substance. So you wouldn't be able to breathe. It's viscous and thick and, and reading through it. I'm reminded of the, of the, the chapter that you read or the part that you read when you mm -hmm. reviewed monster blood one. And I was immediately like fucking Danielle. <laughs> Cause we, I think for originally we were like eight kids in the first one and we were like, Oh, they're dead. They're for yeah, sure dead. They should be so, dead because they dead. Can't, you cannot breathe. But again, but again, and that's what I thought too. I'm like, this will kill them. So here's the thing that saves our day. She bought two cans of monster blood, right? Okay. So she had one. Where was the other one? Was it still, was it with her in her pocket or something? No, she, her brother got it. Okay. Because it, oh. it was his birthday gift, right? Of course, because there's a brother. Yes. So he's got a, a rival monster blood with him. So what happens is the brother on his birthday, which is the same day as this recording day, <laughs> eats the monster blood. Oh, shit. And so does all his friends. Oh, no. Wow. So these kids are fucking giants 
Did they know that it was going to do that based on what they yeah. saw? Okay. And they go to the monster blood and they just, just step on it and destroy it. What? With the kids inside? No, no, no. They're freed. Okay. They pull the, they, they pull the monster blood off with their super strength and then and then the kids are, everything's fine. Uh, and then the brother's like, yeah, I'm a giant. And then he shrinks back down. And he was like, thanks for the gift. What? Just like He's like, I'm done being a giant now. He, Thank he you. He pooped it out. And then he's yeah, like, Yeah, they got no small more. and it was fine. Um, and then like, and then what happens is, uh, um, Sasha and Nicole are like, oh, we did it. It's over. We survived. Ashley, Ashley, Nathan, we didn't win, but Ashley, Nathan got their comeuppance and everything's fine. They got eaten by a monster blood and they have trauma now. And then there is a twist. Uh Oh, okay. Because this sounds like the resolution, right? But you got to remember, this is, you got to, you got to remember, Hey, this is RL side. And as I've said, this is fucking like peak goosebumps. This is as goosebumps a book as I've ever read. Yeah. You could have easily slotted this as Monster Blood 5. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I get, I get you. I hear you. So so there is a twist in this. What is the twist? Um, hmm. this, this whole episode is basically like, how much do you guys know about how Goosebumps books work that you could guess how this one works? Is this a twist ending that you're it's talking about? It's a twist ending okay. and a classically Goosebumps twist ending. So, so they all the kids ate, all the kids shrunk back down. Yes. Okay. And I think it's going to I think it has something to do with one of the judges really liking the taste of monster blood. So they hint about the twist. This is the hint I'll give. Okay. The twist really begins before anything almost before anything else happens mm. in this book the twist begins that early before she even gets it before she even gets it mm. monster blood okay a- everything in this story it's like this twist it, it is a legitimate oh. goosebumps twist there's slappy comes out of the of the story no no actually no and i'm gonna i'm gonna put the kibosh on that because Aww. rlstein was very wise slappy's the crypt keeper he doesn't get involved okay he's not good. in the story itself good. he's just he's just relating he's to just us on the fucking cover yep he's, on, he's just he's on the cover he's, he's our crypt keeper yeah all right all right all right so it happened before so it's before they even knew about monster blood that the before twist. they even knew about monster blood and so all we had at that point was that there was the birthday and the birthday they, was happening and that she's gonna go cook and she's gonna go cook so what happens? Oh, God. Um, it's from Sasha's perspective, by the way. I don't know if I made that clear. But okay. Sasha's are it's from the, the, the oh, oh, one of the one of the one of the girls, the or bad, bad, bad ones, they have some soup left over or whatever. And but this is before that. This is before that. Right. Fuck. The, twi- me. the twist starts before that. Son of a bitch. So it doesn't have to do with the monster blood necessarily. Okay. No. All right. All right. So it has to do with the cooking show. Okay. Um Gordon Ramsay's there. I've given you all the clues, Mr. Policeman. (laughs) 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 Sasha, on her way, this is major spoilers, on her way to the taping, Mm -hmm. was hit by a car. What? What the fuck? Sasha, on her way to the taping, was hit by a car. Holy shit. And died? And the last chapter is her regaining consciousness. Whoa. And Nicole says, 
You hit your head on the curb. Oh, God. So wait, none of it happened? It was a fucking dream? None of it happened. So this is a don't get sick at granny's. This situation. is a yes. don't get sick yes. at granny's level twist. He did the epic crossover. My man. It was all a dream. Yes. It was all a dream, as Biggie would say. Are you fucking kidding me? This is such a fucking Goosebumps book. That is, he did that on purpose. This is a perfect expression of the form. It's so yes. fucking good. Yes. Like, like if you, and by the way, if you didn't listen to our spoilers, you owe it to R.L. Stein to get this fucking book. It's That's so true. good. It's so good. It's so good. It's such Goosebumps. I think R.L. Stein has become self-aware. Um, I think he's. I think he's reached the singularity. Yeah, I, I think so too. And he's just. He, that's like he made this for us. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. It's almost a parody of himself. Like it has everything we want. Yeah. 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 Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off of the album Hit and Run. It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check them out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. And listen, I don't know where you guys are, but where I am, beautiful, bright, sunny. Dog Party is a wonderful band to have playing in the background of a beautiful, bright, sunny day. Then it's going to start getting warmer. You're going to want that dog party. So check them out. Give them money. The next book we're going to be reading is, I don't remember. What is uh, it? It's a, oh, The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. Next book we're going to be reading, uh, next full ge Geese Bumps episode is going to be on Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, which is going to be out on March 29th. Uh, Geesebumps is part of a whole collection of mom hat comedy content. You can check out our fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons role playing actual play podcast called The Rolls We Made, available wherever podcasts are found. And you can check out uh, our YouTube Let's Play show, JoJo Has Fun on YouTube. Um, we also have a Twitter, uh, Geesebumps uh, underscore pod. If you want to see Danielle pick fights that she has no intention of finishing. Yep. And also, if you want to uh, contact us, you can do so at geesebumpspod at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram at goosebumps underscore... Ge geesebumps underscore pod. Geesebumps underscore pod. Fuck. Shit. You can also follow us on, and sub on our Twitch channel, which Danielle has actually been looking into and writing some of her own fan fiction about Goosebumps. Nice. What's the Twitch channel? The Twitch channel is at twitch.tv forward slash Jojo has fun. There you go. Yep. And we also do some other just video game stuff. A lot of times it's just me and Danielle. Sometimes it's me on a rare occasion. It's Kim and it's never Jojo. Never me. <laughs> I never feel the urge to Twitch stream. I don't know what it is. Never. I cannot, never. I can't you help go it. with your instincts, man. Go yeah. with my instincts. I'm good at other things. You're, you're saturated <laughs> okay. every other market. They don't need you. It's fine. I just have a few words about giving us a review. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Because here, here's the thing, okay? How hard is it on your end to leave a review? At the easiest, it's clicking five stars and okay. For us, what is the impact? Everything. It matters. It puts us on charts and lists and things where people can find us instead of languishing in the shadows like putrid ventriloquist dummies oh so leave us a review <laughs> <laughs> you went in on them and then didn't really do the thing. like rl stein did not stick the landing i did not stick the landing so here's what i'll do i'll read the final line from slappy <gasps> in yes. the voice of the crypt keeper yes 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 <clears throat> don't worry i'll cook up another story for you when i return with another goosebump slappy world book Remember, this is Sloppy's world. You only scream in it. 
It's hot. That's hot. Oh, it's fun. I'm Jojo. I have a PhD. <laughs> I'm Danielle. I'm weirdly turned on and have a PhD. <laughs> My name is Jeff, and, and this is my second take at the end. Day. <laughs> this is my second take because I spoiled the book in my first. <laughs> this is the Goosebumps Mini Bump, a Disney Goosebumps podcast. Until next time, stay out of the basement. <laughs> Just like somebody I used to.